Listening to Scorchio, a 200% podcast. Hello games fans and welcome to Scorchio, the podcast where we review old football video games. And we have a follow-up, it's a really weird follow-up as well because it's a kind of two-spiked follow-up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's World Championship Soccer 2. Yes. And we've already done World Championship Soccer. Yes. Because uh, that was the game that in our trilogy, our trilogy of Doom... Yeah. Of the fr- the first three officially licensed World Terrible Cup World finals Cup matches, yeah. the Italian ninety game was known as World Championship Soccer around the world. It show was. This is the follow up. Yes. Uh, four years later, but it's branded the same. You can see it's branded the same from the very start when it first loads up. All the screens are ident- the, the the initial screen is identical. It's got quite a distinctive style. Yes. And so in in one direction, it goes off towards this really a bit broken, nasty kind of game. And I, re- I, I, I annoyed somebody. I had, a, I had a tweet from somebody saying that I'd annoyed them by slagging this game off before. I got a telling off on Twitter. <laughs> so it would appear that I've just done it again, for which I apologise. To be fair, though, it is absolute dog shit. It's well, that's, that's, that's that that was my overriding impression. It's one. I mean, it's so. We, bad. we shouldn't get we shouldn't get sidetracked by that. If game you want to know, if you want to know why I say that, it's just go back and listen to that podcast. I I uh, enumerate the reasons. Yeah. Anyway, so frequently right. there. So so in one direction, it's that, and in the other direction, of course, it is um, it's sensible soccer. Yeah. Um, because uh, World Championship Soccer 2 was written by Sensible Software. Sensible um, Software, yeah. But it was but released... obviously run out of money. Yeah, but, it, well, it was released under the, um, under the Sega brand. So it was, a, it was yeah. a Sega release, and their name didn't really go on it that much. I think that they are credited somewhere on the game as the Mystery Chefs. Yes, the Mystery Chefs which is the suggests- right name, yeah to me that they either didn't want the game to be burdened with the pressure that having the sensible name attached to it would obviously bring at this point. Mm -hmm. Because it is important to remember that this is two years after the first Sensible Soccer came out. The first Sensible Soccer came out in 1992. So the kind of madness over that game had already started. And we will come back to Sensible Soccer. Obviously, we're going to do Sensible Soccer. I'm just stringing it out. Well, yeah. I mean, you've got to string it. Because, I mean, it's a slow build. Because it will obviously... It will be a very special episode. I'm inclined towards the viewpoint that, A, they weren't doing it under their name. And they were doing it for the money. And, B, I can't imagine that they thought it would 
was an improvement on Sensible Soccer. It may well, because I, I, I don't know if it came out before or after Sensible World of Soccer. It might well have been before. Before, yeah. yeah. I think World of Soccer was maybe the year after. Yeah, it was either the I same. Think. It was either the same year or the year after. But um, you know, maybe they deliberately undercooked it because they didn't want to overshadow their forthcoming release. It's why put why pour your all into that when you're releasing one of your own a few months or a year or two later? But it is possessed of the sensible soccer game engine, even though the overall appearance of the game is very different. Yeah, uh, it's a side scroller rather than top down. Yeah. You know, you you to look at it, you wouldn't think sensible soccer, but there are sensible soccer elements. You, the, the the movement, the the control. Yeah, if there, you go does, into there it, there is a certain sensible feel to it. If you go into it with the knowledge that it uses some of the same game engine as sensible soccer, then you see how much it looks like sensible soccer and as soon as i kind of got that into my head when i was playing it the way that i was playing it suddenly did improve um that's not to say that the experience wasn't problematic mm. it's it's i think this game is either a really really good bad game or a really really awful good game i think um it is actually that strangest of things which is it's it's oil and water you know it doesn't mix it's good and bad at the same time the bits of sensible soccer that you can feel the after touch on the ball the fact that the passing is fairly together and the more crisp the more crisply you play the more successful you're likely to be that feels kind of fresh and it feels modern and so you can see that struggling to fight through but then on the other hand the things that are wrong with it are kind of it's it's almost like a tug of war and they're pulling it back towards that Italia ninety game. You know? Yeah. Uh it's always it's almost as if somebody sat them down in an office and said, Look, we really love sensible soccer. We know you're not going to replicate sensible soccer, but can you use some of the game engine and combine it with a slightly more arcadey feel? And yeah. so they kind of took the sensible soccer bits which were not difficult you know, you're just lifting the code and putting it somewhere else. And then, right, give it a more arcadey feel, you know, do a slightly half-assed job on that, to be honest. Yeah. It does feel a little bit phoned in, but that is not to say that, I mean, for a start, it's a massive improvement on uh, Italia 90. It is a huge improvement on Italia 90. And the, you the can other pass thing that, the ball and, backwards, for yeah. example. And the other thing that I would say is that I don't, mind the fact that they did it as a hack job being a small business in this country which they definitely were at the time if somebody wants to chuck money at you for doing a job and you've got something more important on but you know they're going to pay you a bunch of money just to sling this together yeah why not well yeah i mean they are after all a business yeah you know it's not even going out under their name why should they care (laughs) it's the perfect crime i mean like i say you know if that if that is the case if it was genuinely like them pulling and striving to be the best that it could be and i just don't see that then it's a very disappointing release but like i say it's a kind of it's like oil and water the two aren't mixing together they're not blending to form something that's mediocre they're staying separate and being quite resolutely good and bad at the same time yeah i do however think that the bad outweighs the good let's 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 take an itemized look it's better than world cup italia 90 obviously yep i think it's also Uh, better than the usa 94 game absolutely usa 94 game which came out the same um the same year well that is yeah that was my next my next point entirely which of course i mean that game is designed in a very similar style to sensible soccer it's got the top down aspect yeah yeah uh, uh, and absolutely nothing else well it's it. really really fast but it's really fast in a way that doesn't allow you to feel as though you're in control of it sensible soccer is fast but it's mm. not it, you don't you never really feel like you're sprinting 
when I was playing the USA 94 game, I felt a lot of the time as though my players were, were sprinting. And, yeah. you know, that's just more difficult to control, even in a video game, you know, try keeping the ball stuck to their feet. The first thing that I think you you notice is we're back to rather congested pitches. Yeah. Now, that that is a very, very big change from sensible soccer, yeah. which... the sprites are too big. Massively too big. Yeah, there is. And the pitch is extremely narrow. I mean, there is foreshortening... You think um, from the far post, as as you see it from the side, to yeah. the corner flag looks very short. But you think, well, maybe there's foreshortening. And then the, you see that it's basically the same length on the other side. Yeah. No, you you basically... I mean, the, it, it's a problem that I raised before in this, which is that rather than using isometric polygons, i.e. proper 3D... They're using 2D sprites on a 3D hacked-together background. And that affects the look and the feel of the game. And whilst it's better in this than it was in uh, that USA 94 game, Hmm. it's still some way off sensible soccer. Yeah. It is, as you say, a fascinating beast. It gives with one hand and it takes away with the other. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you the, the, the things I liked about it. Okay. okay. The things I liked about it. I liked the fact that it had a lot of the trappings of real football. Uh, and When you kick off, you pass it to one of your teammates. You don't have to wallop it down the pitch straight to the other team. Mm. You don't immediately lose possession. You You can, and you frequently do. But, you know, that's kind of on the player. So I liked that. I liked the fact that the games that I played were tight. I won my first three games 2-0. Sorry, 1-0. And then won about the fourth game 2-0. Or something like that. It really... I I settled down into it quite quickly. And I was, you know, I was able. Yeah. There are three difficulty settings. um, And the default is normal. Uh, which is, as you say, it's it's you know it's a decent challenge, basically, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Easy is really easy. I mean, easy is like for somebody who's playing against somebody who's lost their thumbs in a farming accident. You've been thinking quite a lot about farming this week, haven't you? Well, I mean, you know, I can't just play football games during no. this uh, lockdown. No, um, to, uh, um, farm farming simulator nineteen was one of the free games on um, PlayStation Plus this month. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, no, here's the thing. So he has downloaded it. Here's the thing. Mm. Once you... I mean, for a start, it's quite nice to get into that sort of, you know, wandering around the bucolic landscape. Well, I'm very much the same over city skylines. So, you know, you're getting well, no yeah, opposition. I chose to build a metropolis. You chose to clean out a pigsty. Well, I haven't oh, I haven't actually got a pigsty yet. But, oh. you know, you get to walk around. You get to you get to walk around a, uh, a, a farm. You get to, you know, you be out ducks? in the countryside. You know how I like I haven't ducks. got any ducks. No, well, I, I'm not sure if you can without get ducks. ducks. I don't know. What bullshit is this? I mean, ducks are in the first three animals that I think of when I think of a farm. Well, I think what you need to remember is that this, when they say farming simulator, the key word is simulator rather than farming. It's not not some sort of Richard Scarry thing. I would Uh, say that a simulation of a farm that didn't have ducks in it. Ducks is, a, the, 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 is failing in its fundamental. Duty. The key thing, the key thing, every farm simulation needs is uh, racism and ducks. Right, we're going to disillusion and, our farmer audience here, <laughs> and probably committing suicide with a shotgun in a barn. I don't know. I, I mean, the, 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 the thing with farming, as far as I can see, is that. I have no idea what farmers do. Absolutely none whatsoever. How does a farmer fill their day? I've got a little bit more of an idea about it now, but I, I mean, I've got to tell you, as you're going up and down, up and down, ploughing a field or harvesting a field, yeah, you are thinking, I hope farmers have got podcasts 
to listen to. Oh, right. Because this is some straight-up boring shit that oh. I'm doing now. I mean, it is interspersed with a little bit of excitement. I, I mean, after I have you got a barn? I haven't got a barn. I can, I could get a barn. I don't I've, even try telling me that you can have a farm without a barn. I've got a farmhouse. Here's well, what no, so no. Far. What you've got there is a house. What I've got so far, I've got a farmhouse. A house. I've got a tractor. I've got a grain silo. I've got a thing for picking stuff up. It's like a a tractor with a extension on the front for picking stuff up. I've got a drill I've, thing. Well, it's uh, at the moment I've got a hay bale spike because mm. I've got a load of hay bales. We're going a I bit. Li- we're going a little bit off. off <laughs> well, off you're topic. the one who brought up the farming. Well, the yeah, thing no, is, yeah, you just... can lose yourself in that farming game, in that farming world. Mm. And I, I do recommend anyone who's uh, got PS Plus. I recommend. I recommend the other one. The other free game this month is City Skylines. Um, yeah. And uh, my my city of um, Dodo's Hannesburg, <laughs> uh, population twenty eight thousand, something like that. Looks mm. quite heavily polluted, but I don't know what an ordinary level of pollution is. And I've done everything I can to try and stop that, including putting fucking wind turbines everywhere. Yeah, that game gives me hives. I like it, though. It, I do like it. It brings me out in hives. When you start, immediately, you're confronted with so many options that well, well, I, yeah, the first it thing you circuits have to, my brain. The first thing you have to do is build a house... Or build sorry, build houses or or build uh, roads, sorry, and then mm. you say what they're going to be, whether they're going to be residential or light industry or whatever. Uh, and then as soon as people start building houses and things, then you have to put in gas and uh, uh, electricity and uh, running water for them. Um, yeah. And then once you've done that, you can start moving on to slightly swankier stuff. Um, yeah. You can build a football stadium. I built a football stadium, and the football stadium's got a retractable roof. And if you hover over it at some points during the game, <laughs> you'll get a message saying, "Oh, there's a match at three o'clock on Saturday afternoon," oh, and Lord. you can go and watch them knocking the ball about. I think it's on a loop. I don't think it plays a match, but no. I think it's just on a. But it's quite a long loop, and I have sat and watched it through the roof of the stadium. I, it's big enough I'm to be, sure you can zoom right in. I'm sure that you There you go, bringing it, it back to right. bringing it back to football. A masterful segue, Ian. Few could argue that here is a podcaster at the top of his game. Here are some adverts. These monsters would like to tell you something. Right, boys, off you go. What they're trying to say is... They just love Smith's new Monster Munch. Hunks of crunchy snack that come in monster-sized bags. Monster Munch. Bags of snack for only 7p. World Championship Soccer 2 on the Mega Drive. That's a game. Well, yeah, I mean, like I say, there were were things that I liked about it. Um, There's no question about that. Um, But... I didn't like the music as usual, which I left on as usual because you know I don't usually go in and touch the settings too much. I just want to get on with it and play. No, I um, always I always suspected that you weren't a yeah, settings fettler. No. I'm always straight into the options. No, you're you're a fiddler. Is what I you am. are. And if but, there was um, a <laughs> if there was a set. If there was a setting uh, this, to turn the music off, this then uh, this, I will this take podcast it. to be one day to be heard in a court case. <laughs> uh, the actually the options are, are worth are worth dwelling on. Uh, you can turn fouls on on or off. I've never really understood that. I mean, if you want to play a football game with no fouls, what, well, we're going to do red card one day. Yeah, which is a football with almost no fouls, no red cards, no having. laws. Yeah, not even applicable statutory yeah, laws. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can turn off. I think that's auto. a PS. Yeah, I think that's a PS2 game. You can turn off auto replay. Uh, yeah, there's five different 
lengths of match. I'm not sure if it's half length or, or match length. Yeah, yeah. I, I never really. I, I liked uh, the fact that you got kind of regularish um, time update. Well, that that's pure sensible soccer, isn't it? That you, and you got them at the same time that you would get them in a match. Yeah. You know, breaking I mean, play, yeah. it would just come up in the top corner of the screen. Then as soon as the game starts again, it was, yeah, I, I liked that. I thought that was a nice that was, touch. Yeah. What's, what's one thing that they, they have taken from Sensible Soccer? I also liked the fact that um, Argentina were in stripes. Absolutely. Uh, I think so the t- teams were in their proper kits. And, has uh, been paid there. It's yeah, very well, I mean, up to, that, up to that point, Sensible Soccer was like the first game to have everybody in their full kits you know you you'd have vague approximations of it sometimes or whatever but on the whole no not very often so i was pleased to see that that was um like like i say there were bits of the game that presented very well i liked the fact that um all of the players had uh kind of mullets um yeah. That, that that was very pleasing. They're all identical, the players on each Well, team. yeah. I mean, I mean, let's. I was going to say stick a pin. We might as well deal with it now. All of the players are identical. It's like um, a poster advert for racial purity. There was eugenics. one game I was playing was against Sweden, and one of their players got the ball, and I haven't been paying that close attention. Uh, and I thought, oh look at that, it's Carlos Valderrama. Must be playing Colombia. <laughs> And it was only well, the next yeah. break in play when the flag when the flags came up. I was like, "Oh, it's not Colombia. It's not Colombia no. after all." But every single player is virtually identical. Yeah, yeah. And across teams, the players are also identical. It's just the skin tone and hair color. That yeah, they haven't. The they, they, they have sprites for uh, white players, and they have sprites for. Uh, white players with blonde hair and they have sprites for it's just kind of dark skinned isn't it it's difficult think, to say yeah, what exactly I think there's it is two, but... there's two hues of dark skin there's uh, one one hue of uh, white skin and there's also an Asian oh right yeah and there's uh, which... like I say there are two there's one white with brown hair uh, yes. and there's a white with um, blonde hair uh, like yeah. I say, that's who that's who Sweden that's that's who Colombia turned out to be. But he didn't half look like Carlos Valderrama. Well, I mean, yeah, this is this is it, and actually, it leads us on to one of the little sub games that I was playing while I was playing the game, which is because all of the players look identical, and they've all got a, that very sort of distinctive hair rock mulleted nineteen yeah. yeah. eighties mm. look, is that I would upon the players running out onto the field i i, I had a, a ready-made utterance which essentially ran along the lines of all right brackets name of player <laughs> um and then if if the person whose uh name that i'd chosen to to fill that role for example um bulgaria i might say all right judith han <laughs> <laughs> it, essentially, I'm picking anyone who had that kind of hair, uh, and I'm looking for the right the right skin color and the right hair color. And then, uh, yeah. after that, I was running with it. I played I played all my games as Argentina. Well, um, for Argentina, I, I went Rick James all the way. All right, Rick James, Argentinian. Now are we? <laughs> you've got to you've got to take fun where you can get it. Um, people. I had Mark Hately, uh, Rudy Voller, Dolph Lundgren, Dave Bennett, Slash, Noddy Holder, Mick Ronson, Ziggy Stardust, Van Halen, Kevin Keegan. These are the, Roger Daltrey. These these are the people <laughs> who, you know, Ireland come out and go. All right, Roger Daltrey, Irish now, are we? That actually was probably the most fun that I had. With the game, although I did do a World Cup, I did the World Cup nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. One of the interesting features of this game is that you're not just limited to the nineteen ninety four World Cup. Okay, there are 
32 playable teams on the game. And like the uh, official 94 World Cup game, mm-hmm. you're basically looking at the 24 teams that qualified for the 1994 World Cup plus eight others. And I think, actually, the eight others are pretty much identical to the ones that you got on the official Quite possibly, game, yeah, quite which possibly. suggests to me that your main markets for video games seem to be Australia, Denmark, England, France, Japan, Northern Ireland, Scotland and Wales. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is that you're going to want to put the, the British nations in because it is a very big market uh, and an English-speaking market. You know, you want to maximise sales there. This, you know, this, this. In terms of games development and what have you, this country is in the top three in the world. It's quite a long way behind the top two, but it's in. It's I would say after the USA and Japan, that this country has you know has had one of the biggest influences, certainly amongst other developed uh, developed nations, European nations. Uh, more than yeah. South America, certainly. You know, the only country that you could say, well, maybe China. Uh, but, you know, that's a very recent thing, perhaps India. But, I mean, mm. you know, in terms of populations and what have you, this country is a solid games base. So it makes sense to have the home nations in there and yeah. Ireland and France, you know. Mm. Um, so you, I just I don't see the point in keeping those teams out for the sake of it. No. Um, I it's always a bit surprising the limitations of the numbers of teams that mm. in 1994 they've still only got 32 teams on it that seems yeah. very very odd to me it doesn't it doesn't feel i mean i'm no programmer but it doesn't feel to me as though having a bunch of extra teams a bunch of extra player names it's not like it's commentary or anything um you know a bunch of different kits you know, a hundred or a couple of hundred of them. I get that it might take a bit of time to do it, but is it going to take that yeah. long? And, well, yeah, and, and I mean, like you're I say, you know, cutting it, down on time when you've got all of the players looking the same. Yeah, and and I mean, it's not like they're using real names anyway, so you can just make no. any old shit up. I don't, mm. I don't get why there's only thirty-two games. Maybe I, you know, like I say, I'm not a programmer, and I'm not completely dismissing that it was necessary. Uh, because I do not come at it from a position of knowledge. Mm. But from what I do know about programming, it doesn't feel like expanding the size of that kind of database, particularly with like just you know names you've made up, um, for another 50, 60, 100 teams or something. I don't, I don't see that that would be an enormous hog on resources. But I don't know, maybe it would be. No. Well, I mean, as I say, you've got... There are 32 teams... Uh, the 24 um, main teams, and then they can be substituted out with the other eight ones. And there are three different World Cups. You can play the 1986 World Cup, the 1990 World Cup, and the 1994 World Cup. 1986 one, that's decent, isn't it? Well, yes, but here herein lies the problem. Now, they have got some additional teams on this game. I bet they haven't got Canada, and I bet they haven't got Iraq. No, they absolutely, they do have Canada. Oh, they, they do? They do have Iraq. Yeah, you can't play as them, but Canada, Iraq, um, Soviet oh. Union, West Germany. But depending on who you leave in and who you leave out, you yeah. get some rather surprising omissions. I did a 1986 uh, World Cup as a example to right. demonstrate what mm-hmm. I was talking about. Um, two of the groups that it spat out, A and B, were as they appeared in the tournament. Mm. Group C, Cameroon, were substituted for France. Okay. Um, in Group D... That's weird, because France are in the game. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. They're, 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 they're there, they're ready to go. Group D, Republic of Ireland, are substituted for Northern Ireland, which, you know... I can't, can't see that causing any arguments. I can't see that causing any problem. Saudi Arabia replaced Scotland okay, right. in Group E, and Sweden replaced Denmark. Again, Scotland and Denmark are both there on the game, both oh, ready to go. Yeah. Switzerland and Switzerland replace England. So that's, oh, really? nine, okay. that's 19 out of 24 teams. 
Yeah, so that's then right. I tried a 1991, but what I did was I thought, right, what I'm going to do is substitute out some of the teams that didn't qualify in 1990 and some of the teams that did. Yeah. So I put England and Scotland in, taking uh, a couple of the, the non-qualifying teams out, and it produced a World Cup that was 22 out of 24 teams accurate. All right, but okay. still... Nigeria replaced United Arab Emirates. I know for a fact the United Arab Emirates are on that game. Yeah. Because in another World Cup that I did, they appeared. Oh. And I think Austria uh, are also on the game. Yeah. But they they were uh, replaced by Greece. It do doesn't you know, make any... If you Well, do you know what options, this says to me? Do you know what this says to me? Uh, this says to me, hack job. Rushed it off. Well, I mean, it does seem it, that it way. It sounds like a bug. It sounds like a bug. You've gone to the effort, be, but you've you've gone to the effort of putting in the last two World Cups plus the 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 latest edition that was coming out that year. Mm-hmm. You've gone to the trouble of making sure all the groups are right. You've gone to the trouble of making sure that there are teams that don't even exist anymore, like you know, Soviet Union, West Germany. Yeah. You've gone to the trouble of getting the games played in the right locations and putting it all on a map. You've gone to the trouble of having the games played in the right order as the schedule dictated. Mm-hmm. And then you got some shonky ass thing where, you know, Switzerland instead of England in Group F. Yeah, well, like I say... Even though I, England are on the game. Yeah, I mean, when we, when you consider everything that you've just said... And that's what leads me to the conclusion that that's likely a bug, because yeah. as you say, if you if if it's if if all that other stuff is being done, then and and they were all you know and, and that's a little bit of sensible software coming out, isn't it? Sticklers for detail, sticklers for detail, but also prone to buggy first versions. Yeah, and if that if that if that was actually. Um, what happened then again you know i understand completely now i mean if this isn't to your liking you could have a designer championship which is essentially you just pick the groups yourself but you're again you're picking the groups from whatever 24 teams you've currently got selected so you can't have a 1986 world cup uh because all of those teams aren't on the the game that they're yeah in playable form they're at a separate building. So you just think, well, they're all there. The functionality for Canada yeah. and Iraq and, for example, Egypt in 1990. It's just a matter of setting some skill abilities and what have you, setting some yeah. fitness abilities, typing in some names. And that's why that's what makes me think that somewhere along the line there's a bug, that it wasn't supposed to work like that. I'm sure you could probably find out from like you know from reading the source code or something. <laughs> Somebody who understood it could probably find out whether there was actually whether the capability to do that was in there, but it was somehow blocked by a bug in the system. That seems to me like the most you know. It's it's again it gives with one hand and takes away with another. I mean, it, 1986 World Cup, 1990 World Cup, fantastic. Mm. But uh, and I can't actually, play them properly. <laughs> can't play them properly. So, in a way, I want to get to the court. I want to get to the quarterfinals and break Diego Maradona's leg, like I could catch him. Turns like a little eel and comes away from trouble. Little squat man comes inside Butcher, leaves him for dead. Outside Fennec leaves him for dead and puts the ball away. The and fact that, that it was done to almost obsessive degree of almost identical composition of of teams and groups, then I, you know, you could take England as I did in the World Cup and and see what happened. Now, the first game I scored early against the Republic of Ireland, but the Republic of Ireland equalised and it finished one all. Now, short of my striker having a shit on the pitch, that match could not have gone any more like the actual one did. Are you claiming to be the spiritual successor to Bobby Robson? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, I be- actually, I beat Holland in the next game, so that was uh, that was not necessarily uh, fully accurate. And then we beat Egypt quite easily. 
lost to Belgium in the uh, next round. I mean, again, I was thinking there's, there's so many uncanny echoes of what actually happened that any minute now Enzo Schifo is going to hit the post here. But he didn't hit the post. He scored. And it wasn't Enzo Schifo. It was, you know, I don't know. You don't get to see the player names apart from on those interstitial bits which when tells they, you it's who all, scored a goal. Yeah, and I hate those. And there's some really unnecessary information on there as well. <laughs> well, yeah. And actually, they're skip. those bits are skippable. But if you're booked or sent off, those bits are not skippable. And they they appear on the screen and sit there for what seems like an absolute age. Oh, right. I didn't get, I didn't get anyone sent off. Yeah, well, you missed out. Those little intertitles where every time a goal is scored or there's a booking or a sending off are so interminable and right. get under your skin to such an extent that by the end of well, it, maybe I was, that's why they're I was doing keen. It. As a deterrent, yeah. I, yeah, but what a deterrent for scoring goals or letting them in. <laughs> the dream result in that match is a game with no bookings and no goals because at least you just get a clean run through without any of those ludicrous. I mean, it's. It, I suppose it was the VAR of the day. All right. Um, what do we? What do you think about the um, the graphics and the sound? Because I mean, the well, sound, the 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 crowd sound. Yeah. I don't know how much of the crowd sound you really hear when you've got the music on. I mean, it is there, but it's sort of. It sounds like the sort of baying English club match. I don't, I don't know whether it was just me or whether it was you as well. It sounded a bit distorted to me, and it sounded a little bit as if the emulator might have been struggling with it, but. I can't say for certain. Um, it was audible with the with the music on. I actually had my headphones on, so yeah, it was, the crowd noise was audible. I was interested by the fact that they were chanting "United, United, United." Yes, and I was like, "This is all international teams. There is no United playing here." Mm. And again, I mean, you know, we know fully well that Sensible Software had enormous attention to detail and were very 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 good at their jobs that says to me that that united 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 chant might well have been could even have been an in joke well possibly or they just grabbed it off the shelf when yeah, they were busy or, yeah, it in. yeah well i mean it's got to be one or the other because there's there's no way somebody went out and said right okay so we've got what world championship football it's all international teams Oh, I know. You know, anybody who paid any attention or who wasn't trying to play a joke was just not paying attention. Well, was just would have would have been an idiot. Yeah. Or or just not cared. And like I say, my mind is it's wavering between didn't care and was a joke. And I <laughs> would not be surprised at either. Uh, because that, this game very much operates in those hinterlands. Mm. Good, bad, joke. Yeah. Didn't give a shit. What did you make of the aftertouch? It's not as pronounced. It doesn't feel as pronounced as um, Sensible Soccer. That could have been because of the different viewpoint. That, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you know, it is there. Let's quickly, let's useful. quickly, because there, there might even be one or two people who don't know what aftertouch is. Aftertouch is where you can curve the ball by moving your joypad to the left or right after you've kicked it. So you can curl the ball. Yeah. Um, I learnt I learnt this week that it was initially it was a bug. It was yes. Um, I think yes. in the first the first game that ever had it, it was a, a bug. It may have been uh, Tekan World Cup, mm. but the sensible people went. Do you remember what what was good about that was the fact that you could bend the ball after you kicked it and included it in sensible soccer. Yeah, yeah. But again, and it I mean, became, it became a big deal. This is what I mean about how a, a game that feels so slapdash in different ways, in all these different ways, um, you know, could be written by a company that had a reputation for that att- that sort of attention to detail. It doesn't add up any other way no. than that it was either a hack job or a job or a joke, and you know all the things we said earlier. And the crowd noise is right up there with it. Um, I like the sound when there's a chance, when a chance that doesn't go in. I like the mm. sound when there's a goal. Those are very good. But the the general crowd chitter-chatter rumbling noise was not especially persuasive. And the, and the, and the chants from the supporters were definitely, definitely no. unconvincing. 
there's not a there's not uh, there's a nice smattering of applause uh, sound effect. For there is, when yeah. A, a, a ball goes past the post or is saved by the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, I thought that the game was very much fell victim to those old sensible soccer curses, i.e., number one, not re- you're not really going to head the ball, so there's no point in even trying. Oh no, no I, I used to head the ball a fair amount in sensible soccer. But I didn't <laughs> I, I did enjoy being able to like kind of throw my player at the ball. Yeah. Um, that was that was that was quite pleasurable. But it wasn't done in any anticipation of actually making contact with it because that seemed no. far too difficult. It was it was much more doable in um in sensible soccer, I felt. Yeah. There's not a lot of point playing for headers. There's not a lot of point uh, doing anything really apart from trying to get a rebound because uh, there's not really a great deal of offside. I'm not sure if there are any offsides at all. I don't, in the game. I don't think there is. Um, I had my most success in scoring goals in curling the ball inside the far post from an angle. Yeah, but, um, I, I will, but what I will say is there weren't hot spots particularly. No, 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 no. It was a little bit a, more a varied bonus. than that. Um, but I mean, obviously, the other big problem I had was the goalkeepers. Um, interesting that I mean, obviously, this one came out in 1994, so the back pass rule is in place and it's being used. Yeah. Uh, if you pass the ball back to your own goalkeeper, he will play it with his feet. Um, this was two years after the back pass rule was introduced, first yeah, introduced. It's true. And um, then if you're if you're being Morocco or Mexico, you, you give it back to that goalkeeper and you go, All right, Ricky Hill. Yeah. Me- Mexican goalkeeper are yeah. we now. Yeah. Get it get it under control. Get it up the pitch. And to be fair, that's another good thing. You can get a certain amount of distance mm. from you can clear your lines at least. Yeah. Which doesn't sound like a lot to ask, yeah. but when you've played as many of these old football games as I have now, you really do appreciate that. Just the the ability to get rid of it. Get the fucking thing away from my goal. I didn't like the fact that it was very easy. I didn't concede as a result of it, but it almost happened. Uh, it was very. It's very easy to throw the ball, roll the ball straight out to an opposition player. Yeah. Um, that that is very easy to do, which is not never a good sign of a game with particularly close, you know, attention to detail. Because out there in the real world, the, you know, players get away with that all the time. It's difficult to not find another player when you get rid of because the pitch is so congested. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't. So I didn't like that, and and, and worst of all, I didn't like the graphical representation of them. The way they dived was hopelessly unconvincing. Um, yeah, the, they still hadn't got goalkeepers right, and I understand. As I've said in a previous one of these, I understand why, because you know when you look at. 10 outfield players what you're basically seeing is the same sprite repeated 10 times well the goalkeeper yeah. is as much work for one sprite and is and the body actions are completely different and they they haven't mastered diving it took a long time actually for football games to really start to master diving yeah. uh, and at this point they certainly had not got their heads around it it looks thought- it looks it looks like it's going wrong it looks like that. It looks like an actual glitch in the software. You know, I think that the graphics and the animation and everything was quite disappointing, really, considering the year that this is. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. this is it the was... year that FIFA International Soccer comes out. Yeah, I mean, and... it was it was way behind the curve, um, and that's why, you know, again, feeding into my ideas about Sensible's dedication to this game. Um, by 1994, uh, yeah, you, FIFA was out. Games were being chucked out, not quite ten a penny, but you had stuff like Dino Dini's goal. I'm not sure what year that was. That might have been 1994, which was just light years ahead. It, it was, it was, it was an overhead game, like um, yes, uh, like Sensible Soccer, it was written by the guy who wrote the first two kickoff games. And that was fast and fluid and you could pass the ball around and it had different pitch types. 
an authentic crowd noise. We will do that game. I don't have a copy of it at the moment, but I will get one because we, we should do that game, definitely. Different pitch types is another thing which you know cannot be overlooked. I mean, when you are presented with maps of three countries yeah. uh, in this game, but ultimately every single field that you go to is the same identical yeah but i mean you had all so you had all these games that were varying degrees of authentic or fluid and free flowing and then in the middle of it you've got this one which just isn't it mm. feels like two games mashed together and the fact that one of them is quite good doesn't redeem the fact that the other one isn't yeah like I say, the goalkeeping sprites were just a mess when the goalkeeper dived. There was no predictability behind it. There was no, no, you didn't have any confidence in them. That was, you know, kind of really annoying. The other annoying thing that I found, a couple of occasions, if it had only happened once, I might have just put it down to chance, but it did happen twice. I got a free kick on the edge just outside their penalty area. And of course, the, it's, the pitch is so convicted, uh, congested that there is no way that you're getting the ball past the the two-man defensive wall or three-man defensive wall it takes up like the whole of the penalty area yeah it's it's so packed tight that a free kick in a decent position which you'd think they'd have that so the player would have an opportunity to try something a bit special is almost certainly just going to be charged down by the wall because you can't curl it round them you know the aftertouch ain't that good they're blocking they're they're blocking it off from you being able to do that but um that was that was kind of annoying and i didn't like the fact that it 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 would just kick straight ahead of you if you didn't kind of and and oh and the the the, the other thing that really got on my nerves of it was that with the after with the aftertouch the ball had a tendency to look a bit like a beach ball <laughs> blowing in the wind wobbling from side to side you know it wasn't yeah. it wasn't identical aftertouch to uh, Sensible Soccer. It was calibrated slightly differently and I think you could kind of move the ball around in the air a little bit. See that number? No, that's not the number of miles I've done. Although it feels like it. That's the number of bikes stolen last year. Shocking, isn't it? What can you do about it? Well, a full-time security service could prove expensive. And once you've had your bike stolen, it's very hard to give a detailed description to the police. Best thing to do, find the frame number and keep a note of it. AC 2816. And when you're at home, keep it locked. In the garage or shed. And when you're out, lock it (laughs) to a sturdy fixture where it can be seen. Remember, a thief would like your bike. So, it's 1994. Uh, World Cup's coming up, or it's just been. Yeah. You didn't, and you didn't much like the result. Yeah. Uh, you've got a Mega Drive, yeah. which is which is uh, the game that you're going to pick to um, well, redress the balance. I'm pretty sure that the first Sensible Soccer is out on the Mega Drive by 1994, so I get that. Or I hang on a few months, and I get or a year or however long it is, and get Sensible World of Soccer. Maybe I get Championship Manager to tide me over that year. You'd uh, you'd do well, I think, to get Sensible Soccer instead of World Championships. Basically, because if you play a World Championship on Sensible Soccer, the Mega Drive version, what you get is the nineteen ninety four World Cup. Yeah. All the teams in and the right groups. All the teams in the right groups. The groups played in the right order. Yeah, uh, you get variants in different pitch types, and it's just it's just a better game. Yeah, and, and really. if you go and if you go on to and if you hang on a year, and you wait uh, until Sensible World of Soccer comes out, you can play it in any league in the world. Mm. My the the career that I did on Sensible World of Soccer that I lasted longest with was uh, with Hearts of Oak. In Ghana, I think it was. I think it was Ghana, <laughs> and uh, I must have done about seven or eight seasons of them. You know, well, um, time flies when you're being Hearts of Oak. Yeah, and they were they were a decent team, and and you know it was a pleasure being 
the manager of Hearts of Oak. But you could beat any league in the world. You none of this thirty-two fucking countries and bullshit. You know, none of that. <laughs> fucking idiots. No, it but, is. I mean, it's it's bewildering and it's it's, it's fascinating. Like I say, you know, it's just another throwaway Mega Drive game from you know. The, it's 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 the beginning of the end period for the Mega Drive, you know. Yeah, it's the I beginning of the end period for the Mega Drive, and um, well, I mean, it was ninety four the year the PlayStation One came out. We're knocking, we're knocking on the door of the PlayStation One. I'm not sure if it was. Oh, maybe it was ninety. Maybe it was ninety six. Okay, well, we're two years off that, mm. and by that token, then we're either a year or two years off the Sega Saturn. Yeah, the the disastrous Sega Saturn, which did, <laughs> which single handedly did for Sega as a um, console manufacturer, they just kind of shrunk into themselves like testicles on a cold morning, <laughs> and just went back to doing games because the Saturn and the Saturn I think was either ninety five or ninety six, but it was still a well, thirty two bit machine, whichever way up it was, six, I think thirty two bit. Double whatever the Mega Drive was, anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so the Mega Drive was kind of, you know, getting towards its its autumn. Yeah. And uh, this sort of shit, it might have cut it in 1990 or 1991, but it wasn't going to cut it in 1994. Everyone had moved on, you know. People were starting to play games on PCs by 1994. Like I say, yeah. you know, take, consider that game in comparison with the first iterations of Championship Manager. Mm. It's just a different level of sophistication, and that's what people were coming to expect, you know. And uh, and and sensible soccer became like football because it didn't try to be in the first place. It didn't really have any pretensions of being a simulator, but it caught something in the feel of the game. This has the mechanics, but it doesn't have that feel. It still has the feel of a game that's three or four years out of date. Mm. And yeah. and like I say, you know, fair fucks to sensible soccer, sensible software for taking the money if that's what they did. You know, well, yeah, uh, no I, judgment, I mean... no judgment on my part because at the end of the day, the game isn't fundamentally broken in any ways. You know, no, there is that thing with the teams, but. Well, you know, it's not like you can't play the games. No, I mean, it just feels, as you say, it feels a little dated to play. It looks dated to play. Had this been the game that had come out for World Championship Soccer rather than World Championship Soccer 2, I think people would have been dancing in the streets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This would have been a masterpiece. Yeah, I think that by the standards of 1990... Then it, maybe not a masterpiece, but I think it would have been considered more than acceptable. And but four years is a long time in computer in home computing. That's you know the period from nineteen ninety to ninety four. Well, that's a third of the time that these things have been in the living rooms of most people. You know, yeah. they'd only been there for maybe eight years before nineteen ninety. So you're talking about a, a substantial period of time, and games were developing incredibly quickly. I don't know what year um, Donkey Kong Country came out. I think it was '93. Yeah, so that was already out. You know, the yeah. um, the what's its name game? Is it Aladdin? Game Aladdin the, was '93. Yeah. yeah, with the with those fancy graphics they had, the like the, the animation animated graphics. Well, that yeah. Sort of thing. That sort of thing was what was going on by 1994. Not 2D sprites on a 3D background, you know. Who looked like Maria from Sesame Street doing Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, goalkeepers who just sort of collapse into a heap every time they dive and you don't quite know for half a second whether the ball's actually got past them or not. Mm. You've got none of that bullshit going on. People were expecting better by this time. And I think that that, and I, you know, and I don't think that's unreasonable because I think it was clearly within the capabilities of companies to do it. But the thing is that that sort of sophistication wasn't really sensible software style. 
you know. I mean, cannon fodder isn't a deep military simulation game. It's just a game with little sensible soccer men where you go around shooting each other. Yes. So that that was their style, and that's what they got right, and that's what they did so well. But, um, you know, it's... (sighs) It's kind of it's it's an interesting game. It's a curio. Yeah. I mean, we've really rung that the, the hour has flown by for me because I've had a lot to say about it. Which, considering that I, you know, I only played the game maybe half a dozen times, um, is is saying something. But it is certainly an interesting game. But I can't say with any confidence that had I picked this up and bought it, or more likely rented it in 1994 or 1995 I, I would not have been very impressed by it then I think uh, yeah that's a, that's pretty much accurate summary of, of the whole thing so I played there you it, go I played it before I knew it was made by Sensible and then the, you know I played it after yeah and, I would like I say um, you know it's not completely flawed it's not no, completely flawed. Let's, be, let's be clear about it's that. It's playable. Know. It's yeah. a, it's eminently playable. Yeah, it, but I don't know how long you'd be interested in playing it, even in 1994 when there's other football games around. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't put. You know, if you had sensible soccer on the Mega Drive, you wouldn't put that down to play this. No. Like I say, it might not have been out. Maybe maybe the Mega Drive version didn't come out till like nineteen ninety five or ninety six or something. I don't know. But uh, I, I think it was definitely out by ninety five. Yeah, I, I would have thought so because I mean, the thing is that we played it on the Amiga, so you know, mm-hmm. it was out. It was we had it from like nineteen ninety two or whatever. But um, on the Mega Drive, I don't know. It would have been out later than that because they they just didn't do simultaneous release dates really at the time mm, imagine that yeah and um, so it would have been ported um, it's a decent port the Mega Drive port actually it's alright but nah I just you know by 1994 if I'd if I'd rented this game and put it in I think I'd have been quite disappointed quite quickly and the thing mm. is that if it says sensible software anywhere on the cover and I'd seen that <laughs> then I would probably have been disappointed. Yeah. Because I, w- I certainly was already familiar with Sensible Soccer by 1994. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, I, you know, I knew that if, 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 if I'd seen that and I was like, oh my God, it's a football game by Sensible, loaded it up and got that, then, yeah, I'd have been disappointed in 1994. But there we go. That's it. That's that's your lot for this week. That's it. That's football. Yeah. Um, it was the best football arcade game we've played so far. Hmm. I think that is in in itself not a very quite, high bar. Quite not depressing. a very high bar, to be fair. We, we, we've we've given out more slaggings than we've given out. Um, I think in terms of console football. Definitely, it's the best game we've played so yeah. far. Oh, God, yeah, definitely. Um, but, um, and that's brutal. Anyway, is that it then? Are we done? Yeah, I, I, good? I should say, yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, you can find me on Twitter at TWOHT um, or on Facebook at 200%.net. One word, D-O-T-N-E-T, 200%.net. There you go. Um, we'll be back again next week. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye.